3: Hello and welcome once again to another
2: episode. Stop, 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 stop. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to the pilot episode of the Ricky Wrestling Show. (laughs) Some some nonsense went on last week. There was a certain individual on this phone call that took over the podcast, but there was also a certain ex-co-host of mine who didn't defend me. Um, There's someone on the call who kind of, you know, poke the bear a little shall I say so from now on folks it's called the Ricky Wrestling Show and Friends it's subject to change it could go Ricky and Tolly Wrestling Show (laughs) Uh, I need to to speak to him I'm a resident Welshman and we'll take it from there but welcome to the pilot episode folks I have a a few people on the call with me tonight Um, I'm not entirely sure I want to introduce them if I'm honest after last week's shenanigans (laughs) But, but, folks, but that would be but, all for me. I'm only on for a couple of minutes. I have life catching up at the moment. I just want to come on, say my piece, up. and introduce you to a new podcast
3: on the Social Suplex podcast network. Between you and Tali, this is the pilot and the final yes. episode of yes. the
2: yes. Freaky yes. Wrestling
3: yes.
1: Show. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm acquaintances rather than friends. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Right, so like I said, I won't be staying. Uh, I've got stuff I need to be doing, so I will hopefully be back on next week. Um, and I shall leave you to it, and I'll look forward to listening to this in what, blatty, a couple of days blatty.
4: time. <laughs> uh, don't worry. I'll just also. I'll just um, delete this and start again once you're off the call. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't.
2: The people, the people, the people need to know.
4: Oh, the people. Are you? We are, yeah. Is this a We Are The People chant?
2: No, 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 no definitely not that. <laughs> you
4: up in George uh, Square in Glasgow a couple of weekends ago? No,
2: or? I was not. In fact, actually, I, I, actually, I walked past George Square a couple of weeks ago when all that was happening, but I was not taking part. A man like me, of my, you know, physical appearance, should not be anywhere near George Square when there's... Who, really, like fans, and I use that loosely, are out and forth. So I was like, I don't want to get racially abused today. I will leave.
4: Well, oh, that's uh, putting a lot of stereotyping on a
2: group of That's what we do, though, does it not? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, folks, it was good seeing you. And I will catch up with you soon.
4: Okay, speak to you soon. Thank you very much. Right, take on. care. Go. Right move back to our originally scheduled programming. Uh, where were we? We're back to our regularly
3: cancelled programming, apparently.
4: I know. <laughs> the audacity of it. The audacity. but right, yes.
3: Right. Um, yeah, do you, you want to go back to doing it your, your way, sir? This is your show. Because apparently I ruined the show with the one day that I took over, so... And apparently I poked the bear. That's normal. That is very... (laughs) Well,
4: we'll speed things along a wee bit before we were rudely interrupted there. And uh, as you know, this is the Rance and Clive and Darren wrestling show. Okay? (laughs) Uh, Don't involve
1: me in that. You's all got grief, so I'm happy being a guest.
3: (laughs) When did he get on the marquee?
4: Uh, I, I like the cap that he's wearing tonight, so... I don't know what it says, it just sets his face off nicely, so I thought I would give him some shine. It's not as if there's anything that he needs to celebrate today or anything like that, do you know? It's not as if he's had some sort of change in attitude or anything.
1: Ah, well, I have.
4: Well, first of all, this is technically the Rick and Clive Wrestling Soul, part of the Social Distancing Suplex Wrestling Podcast Network. Um, I'm Clive, I'm joined by Rance. Hello, thank you for coming back on again tonight, sir.
3: Thank you for having me after I uh, did it. I, read, I ran a coup cool on your show last week, apparently. But no, it's always good to be home. But on my other, well, I can't say other because I have like four podcasts. So on my fifth podcast, apparently, that I'm part of. So <laughs> hey, there's that.
4: You're, you're giving Mags a run for his money with the amount of podcasts no, you know? Nobody.
3: Have you seen his nickname? Uh-huh. That man is called the Podfather. I can never catch up.
1: And and yeah, I'm chasing Matt Willis, who's got double the amount that I've got. So we're all lead we're all following somebody else.
4: He's he has more podcasts than Foul Original has had hot dinners. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, right. So Max, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming Thank back you. on. Uh, I know we usually leave the plugs to the end, but since it's a bit of a celebratory week for yourself in terms of new content creation projects, you want to give us a bit of information about what's what's new in the land of Mags?
1: Yeah, I'd be happy to do so. Um, so, as you guys know, a certain diminutive Welsh person left me in the lurch uh, <laughs> and, and, and kind of like, Sailed away, meaning that one of my favourite podcasts, Badlands, was no more. Uh, so that left a big podcast hole uh, in my in my life, and I had to fill it. So I, I I've I've always wanted to do a, a project where I'm looking back at the the Attitude Era, and it, it's always been the era that that really dragged me into wrestling, the, the time when I was mostly kind of a, um, invested in wrestling, um, and I thought that this was the perfect time to 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 kind of start start doing something like that uh, i'd had a, uh, enough of a break from badlands i'd like recharged the batteries and stuff like that um but i i don't I don't really work well without somebody to bounce off, and I knew that I uh, had a good uh, kind of relationship with Tana, and I always wanted to do a podcast with with Ori after speaking with her on on uh, Badlands and Wild Watcher, and I thought it'd be the, uh, a a cool little project for us to all be involved in, uh, and luckily enough, we've kind of like been uh, we've we've looked out because I I was fully invested in, in WWF at effort the Attitude Era. Tanner was a channel hopper and Ori didn't watch it at all. So we've all got like three different kind of separate uh unique viewpoints of, of the attitude era. So um between us we we we're essentially watching the rows and the pay-per-views week on week and giving a 20-21 view of, of the show. Um but I think the the, the biggest kind of like USP of, of a change in attitude is that we don't have a Particular kind of like host co host dynamic, it's it's uh, we we all share that responsibility. So, one week I'll be hosting, another week Tanner might be hosting, and we've all got different kind of uh, uh ideas we're bringing to the table, different kind of like uh, styles of hosting. So, hopefully, it'll keep it fresh keep it interesting. Uh, so yeah, that the first episode dropped this morning, uh, it was kind of like a, an introductory slash pilot episode. But from next week's episode, we're starting from The King of the Ring 1996 when Stone Cold uh, uh, dropped his, his famous Austin 316 uh, promo. Um, we're going to go on from there all the way through the rise of, of DX and and into uh, basically into the, the ruthless aggression era. So uh, yeah, hopefully you'll be able to come on that, that journey with us.
4: It's going to be some undertaking, uh, and I think... Aha, undertaking! uh, (laughs) And it's a project that's going to be so involved, we're able to pull that all away until the end, say, if it's invasion angle or whatever, then that's top-notch work. And I think one of the things we're a champion of, Mags, among others, is that you make good use of the network, the award winning WWE network now on Peacock, uh, and you make good use of that for listeners as well. i will use it I use your train wrestling show to watch back on the old shows that you vote on. Hopefully I'll start doing this with the actual stuff as well. So I hope I hope WWE are giving you a nice, wee handsome wage out of all this traffic that you uh, send in their way. I
1: mean I would happily take the WWE network for free every month uh, if they want to throw me uh, throw me a bone at Podfather Mags hit me up Nick Khan you are the only Khan in wrestling in my eyes don't (laughs) let anybody tell you any different
4: Uh
3: and they don't have to give you nothing Mags you already got a free seat at the Thunderdome every week
1: (laughs) I'm saying that I literally got my email today Uh, apply for your Smackdown uh, Thunderdome seat today I deleted it
3: <laughs> I won't do it. Either. I was signed up for the first one, um, but I, I, don't, I don't think I can make it. So I think uh, our good friend Rab Ropes took my spot. Ever since then, I don't see the point.
4: <laughs> it won't be happening much more these days, soon anyway. Well, ironically, since I was
3: signed up for the first one in the Thunderdome, I am signed up with tickets to the first show live, July sixteenth. Here in H Town, uh, at what PC Tunney affectionately calls the Tokyo Center. I guess we got the Tokyo Center in Japan, in in Houston, Japan, for some reason. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. So there will be many five star matches that night. Yes.
4: <laughs> so the reason that we're here tonight. Um, It's a sort of conclusion, if you will, of a mini-series that Mags Ransom and myself started last week, talking about the the four horsewomen, those being Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Bailey and Sasha Banks. Last week we looked at our favourite three matches from each woman, Uh, got a bit of good discourse around that. And this week what we're going to do is we'll follow up with a quiz towards the end. I hope you've got your thinking caps on, gentlemen. But before that... Uh, and we'll probably try and get some chat on Twitter about this. <laughs> Rance is already. He's. What's going on, Rance?
3: Oh, uh, yes, I am working both of my jobs currently right now. <laughs> so, as you were, oh, right, yes.
4: Okay. As long as you're not recording on that side as well, then you won't be in trouble.
3: No, yeah, we're all good. Uh, so technically, um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm trying to. I'll do mags, I'm recording two podcasts at
4: once. listen to that. That's a lie. Who's, who's the big fish now?
1: I've never been the big fish. Rance was always the big
3: fish. I am not the big fish. Not at all. I am a guppy in the pond that is the English Channel.
4: You were just in the right place at the right time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Look, we all, we ought think about
3: it? Who runs Chairshot Radio Trauma? I don't run that show. Max tells me what to do.
4: That was a that was a placed <laughs> st- fist joke. It might have went over your head. Ah oh, well, right, fucking hell, right. So tonight we are going to give you our preferred order of four horsewomen. So we'll, what we'll do is, I thought, just to get the ball rolling. We'll just give each. We'll give each other the four that we have instead of doing your four, then your three, then your two, then your one, because that will give the game away for some of them later on. Max, do you want to, to go first and tell us who you've got from fourth to first, and then we can you can give us your reasonings?
1: Okay. Um, now, I'm, in the kind of like pre-chat for before last week's recording, I, I, I've struggled with nailing my numbers down, and I'm, I'm still. I still can make arguments for three uh, spots. Uh, there's one spot that's that's a guaranteed, uh, and it's going to draw me probably the most hate. But uh, fourth place is definitely Becky Lynch. Um, now, I mean, that is literally what Twitter are going to do to me once this episode drops. Um, but the 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 three to one changes. Every single time I think about it. So as of right now, I'm going to go with Bailey in third. I'm going to go with Charlotte second, and I'm going to go with Sasha at number one. Okay. Oh, that hurt.
4: How do you feel after that?
1: Uh, I feel like I might want to change some of them around.
4: Right, so do you feel? Do you feel cancelled?
1: <laughs> I mean, it. This is a, a a toxic um conversation anyway. nowhere, any in whatever order we pick, we are going to have somebody coming for our necks. It's as simple as that. Each of these has a a stand group that will kill a man. So we're there's no win in in any any way we're picking.
4: Okay. Uh okay, I'll I'll keep that. I've got a couple of questions for you. Rance you did send us yours earlier just in case you weren't able to make it but for the listeners
3: I feel fairly confident in mine and I have much like Mags I have reasoning. reasoning um, I guess we'll give our reasonings later so just for the sake of time my number four is Bailey my number three is Becky my number two is Charlotte and much like my brother Mags my number one is the blueprint Sasha Banks
4: Right, without any worry or care or concern about um, getting attacked, Becky Lynch, happy to have her in fourth place. Number three. I'm going to have to put Sasha. Oh, no, hold on, hold on.
1: I mean, Ray, the good thing about his pick there is we're now safe from being cancelled because <laughs> he is he is done for top.
3: You have fallen on the sword for your brothers. I appreciate that, man. Thank you very much.
4: <laughs> number two is Charlotte.
3: <laughs> oh, my God, I almost spit my drink. So that means number one is...
1: Arahoga. Bailey. Wow, I mean... Oh, boy. Okay. That's a bold pick <laughs> We
3: We have to talk about this immediately.
1: Yes. So you need to explain yours first.
4: Me? Oh, Christ. You think it was my show or something?
1: Well, no, it's, it's the Rickett and people he knows shit.
4: Yeah, we, we all got fired equally, so there's nobody's
3: show. I mean,
1: it's not even the first time for you, Ray. This is like this is a, becoming a recurring thing.
3: It's the new gimmick. I'm no longer contrarian. I'm the guy that gets kicked off podcast on air.
4: Well, funny you say that. We're just going to have a wee break just now, OK? Uh, <laughs>
3: No, nah, don't, don't You can't. You can't do that one, no, sir.
4: Oh, right. We have some. You got some explaining to do. Right. I tried to juggle different criteria. I tried to juggle match quality, uh, star power. Did play a part in it. Okay, but the two things mainly for me, were, does this person have a, an ongoing arc, an ongoing story throughout their career, including if you want NXT and how selfless they appear as well. Becky, yes, her star power is undeniable. The that year and a half that she had was huge. Like unprecedented for any woman of that caliber to get over as heavily as she did. The the match quality, there were a few bangers in there. Most of them were with the other four horsewomen uh, but over time her move set be- began to get diminished maybe that's one of those things that happens once you're higher up the, the food chain you try to protect yourself a bit and you only do this certain amount of moves, whatever, I don't know but you could, basically you had your exploder, a couple of other suplexes, T-bones and your disarm her so yes there was the star power there But I just, I don't think she was very, and I don't even think it was her fault. It might have been how she was presented or booked or just the quality of the matches, but I just don't think she did well carrying other people in matches or when it putting people over. I mean, technically, she hardly put anyone over and it was a case of, I'm pregnant, so ask her, here you go, here's the title. But during all that, there was just a sense of entitledness that the selflessness didn't come across like it did with the other women. So that's why she's number four. Um, Number three was Sasha, and I get it, that was a shocker. There was a time where she was number one. What kept me back from that was there was a self-confidence issue in 2018 time, and it ended up with her having to take some time off to look after herself completely understandable, and I shouldn't really be penalising her for that, which is very unfair, but I just think in that time, her character lost a bit of identity. She was meandering and wasn't really involved in anything of much merit. So between 2018 and obviously quite a bit of 2019, she just wasn't there enough to keep me engaged. So that's why she's in third place. Second place is Charlotte. The Ah uh, I kinda of doubt myself now. Not,
3: this is what makes you doubt yourself. Not the other two, but this one. I, I mean
1: know. the Sasha pick, which is horrific, that doesn't make you doubt you. It's whether Charlotte is number one or number two makes you doubt.
4: No, no, Charlotte is number two. Without a doubt. It's whether I should turn Sasha and Bailey around because Bailey had a time where she was directionless but I just think and I spoke about it last week when it comes to characters having an arc like a story from the start of their career to the end there aren't many for me who have that but Bailey is one of them Seth Rollins is one of them Champa is another where there's just this it's as if they're in charge of their own destiny whether that's by happenstance or not Charlotte's High just because of the sheer Presence, the stat the status. She has had some bangers, she's had a few clonkers, but see the matches where she's out with the horsewoman, excluding Asuka and Via Ripley. I don't think Charlotte's got much to write home about with regards to helping others look strong in matches. It's been very dominant. Bailey, she went on a tear, she was the champion for a long, long time, and she's not got that same star power as the others. She might not have been as selfless. She definitely took a big back seat when Sasha became the champion. She's only kind of resurfaced again now. She wasn't even technically on the card at this year's WrestleMania. She's lost to Bianca. She lost to Erlidoz in the Survivor Series match. So she's had a selfless streak. And so has Charlotte because she went a long way in putting Becky over. I just think out of the four of them... Bailey's had the more interesting story personally from the hugger to being in my eyes a female John Cena of NXT coming up to the main roster. The heather was set alight quite quickly, but it dwindled quite quickly in favour of Alexa Bliss, and you saw her struggling with herself to the point where it was the on and off stuff with Sasha Banks. Then the turn with Sasha Banks and how that morphed into a Karen. And into a crazed maniac that we see now. So I just personally think from a storyline canon perspective, Bailey tops it for me. Your thoughts, gentlemen?
3: Okay. Um, I'll jump in. Um you're wrong. <laughs> no. Um your your opinion is is your opinion, and I I you have explained yourself well. Um You know, I do a lot of these with bandwagon nerds, these kind of lists that are very subjective and or rather objective, I should say. And um, it all comes down to one thing. Your criteria is what matters. We did not give a set list of criteria. There were no parameters of this ranking system. It's whatever you thought, whatever you want, how you want to rank it. You ranked yours according to arcs and according to character development and things of that nature. So I get it. I can understand it. Becky has had the least, Bailey has had the most. Completely understand that. Um, but it's kind of hard when you start your argument for your number one by saying, I know she has the least star power, but that kind of hurts the argument. Like the rest of the stuff, right on. Right. I had. I can I can accept Sasha being three more than I can accept Bailey being one. Like that was the only thing that I could guarantee in my mind was there was no way Bailey could be one in this list. So, but uh, I'm not against not against what you said.
1: That's interesting because at, at points of the last couple of weeks I've had Bailey at number one, um, <laughs> and, and between her, Sasha, and and Charlotte. I, I, from day to day, I can I can change the order around, and each one of them can can have a case of, of being number one. Um I, I I don't think I've ever had Sasha as low as three. She's always been kind of like floating in in that top two, um, just because of she she appealed to me more than than the likes of Charlotte and, and the likes of Baylor. Um but I mean, you're always going to, no matter which order you put them in, you're always going to, uh, you're going to put the cat amongst the pigeons with, with these four anyway, because there's just so little to choose between them all um, that we're actually blessed that we've got a group of four women all at the same time, all coming around at the same time, and 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 we're in the generation where we have the. We have the opportunity to cr- critique these four amazing women for giving us amazing wrestling matches. It's a, uh, it's the the kind of uh, duplicitousness of it is 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 just mm. not lost on me at all. Um, I'm happy to start my explanations if if you if you uh, want to listen.
4: Please. Do
1: that. Okay, so the only one, like I said, the only one that uh, was always in 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 the same spot was was Becky Lynch. Um. I understand that she's had the biggest kind of breakout moment uh, in terms of, uh, of star power with the whole the man and uh, the, the the longest reigning women's champion and the whole headlining WrestleMania thing, but her kind of like time in the sun as as the 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 the, the biggest star out of the four so is so small compared to the others that. I, I always felt that she hasn't had that longevity uh, for a, for long periods of her uh, of uh, being part of the force. I mean, she was kind of like the odd one out, the the kind of the the one that was dragged along by the others, whilst uh, Bailey, Sasha, and Charlotte were all uh, really developing their character in NXT, ready for a move up to the main roster. Bailey just uh, uh, Becky just felt stuck. Uh, she was uh, lumbered with this this like, dancing Irish gimmick. She didn't really kind of feel like she fitted into the Four Horse women for me. And it's only when we, we got her on main roster and we had, uh, ironically, Nia Jack smashing her facing that we got the character that that she'd become. Um, so uh, in terms of achievements as well, she also ranks the lowest. Um, she's only ever won... Uh, the the rowing champion once. She's only been SmackDown champion three times. she'd never won the NXT title, so she's the only one of the four horsemen to never hold that belt. Um, and and the the things that she did do, winning the uh, the, the Royal Rumble in 2019, um, headlining WrestleMania, um, for me, it's daughter out overshadowed by by the other four horsemen so she is four for me. Um. Next, I think I said Bailey, and I, I, I want to change that again. But uh, for me, Bailey, uh, as you said, is the John Cena. She's the kind of go-to wrestler. Um, she's the the kind of um, she can do it all with everybody. But for for the longest time, I didn't get the character. It wasn't for me. I understood what the Bailey character was about. She was a hugger. She was for uh, to bring in the younger audience, but. It just didn't resonate with me. And even when she came up to the main roster, it was not something that I was particularly interested in. And it's ironic that it was actually getting towards the end of her run as, as, as like, the face bailer that I really started to get into, get into it and thought, yeah, this is actually cool. And then she did the whole kind of, like, um, Karen uh, cutting the hair, dyeing it uh, jet black, and I hated that. I hated it with a vengeance. And she sold me on that and now she's, uh, she's, I never thought you should be a, a good heel. I always thought this was kind of like just being a heel for the sake of, 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 of uh, uh, swerving everybody, but she's a brilliant heel. She's proving how good she is uh, with character work. So it, it's a shame that I, I feel that she has to go into third. Again, with uh, accolade, NXT women's champion, raw women's champion, SmackDown women's champion, uh, money in the bank winner, the first Triple crown and glanced on champion in the women. So her accolades far outweigh um, Becky to me. But then when you come to Sasha and and, and, uh, Charlotte, she's left in the dust. So then we get to Charlotte... Her uh, title, title reigns. Uh, uh, she's going to eclipse it out. It's as simple as that. She's going to be the most decorated person in uh, at least in singles wrestling, uh, in, in WWF and uh, WWE. Absolutely phenomenal. She's arguably the, the best all round wrestler of the four. Um, she carried the women's division for a hell of a long time. Um, she she won the 2020 Royal Rumble. She uh, was the first female to headline a, a WWE pay per view uh, alongside Sasha Banks uh, at Hell in a Cell 2016. She was also part of that that um, um, WrestleMania um, main event. Which I think she absolutely deserved. She was uh, she was uh, a star in 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 in, in that whole run up, uh, and she gave the the match more legitimacy for me. Um, but just because it's Paul's favorite, I have to mark her down for that. Um, <laughs> just on a personal preference. But no, being serious, I give Paul a lot of shit for being a Charlotte fan, and he's he has every right to it because she is for somebody who didn't want to be a wrestler. She's damn good at the wrestling. It's it's unreal, and she's arguably the best heel out of all these characters. Um, she plays that crazy, uh, maniacable, and um, better than everyone kind of bitch character perfectly. Um, so it was a toss up between whether she got to number one or not. But I think what what's put her uh, below Sasha for me is how, and you've mentioned it, collab how selfless. Sasha banks has been, and I understand that you you uh, you, you you said about uh, Charlotte being selfless, and to a point she is uh, her old game is kind of almost like the Brock Lesnar of the women's division she wins and wins and wins, so when you do beat Charlotte, it means more, but Sasha is forever putting people over. How many times did she Drop the belt on her first defense to put someone over. She's such um, a transitional champion, and for all the grief she gets uh, in in like the wrestling media of being uh, petulant and childish, every time I've seen her uh, drop a belt, she's happy for the person she's she's putting over. Um, and and then you you go through her accolades: Women NXT Women's Champion, uh, Raw Women's Champion five times. Um, women's tag team champion to our SmackDown champion, the first female headline for a WWE view, like we mentioned with Charlotte Flair, the the first African-American woman to headline uh, a WrestleMania, which is outstanding. And and that, for me, I think is more significant than the first actual women's one because of just how maligned African-American women are, uh, not just in in wrestling, but in in culture of all. But the kicker for me... Is out of these four, she's the breakout uh, mainstream star. I know we've had uh, um, uh, Becky in movies and TV programs, but uh, Sasha was was in uh, was in the Mandalorian,
3: Mandalorian. Mean, That's
1: that's phenomenal. One of the biggest franchises in the world on on fucking Disney. It, it just don't get any bigger than that. So that that's what's tipped her over for me, uh, and the fact that she's she's probably the best wrestler, the best technical wrestler out of the lot as well. Her skill set is phenomenal. Yeah, she's had uh, uh, times where she's um, she's been involved in injuring people, but I think that's n- not so much on her. Uh, it's more on the fact that people just can't keep up with how good she is. Um, so for me, Sasha is, right now, Sasha's the the best
3: out of the four. So I should hit a tornado DDT on Boba Fett.
1: I mean,
4: just going up, it? just
1: going over the matches that we watched for, for last week's episode, uh, to, to, uh, rank the best matches, the amount of ways that she can, uh, um, uh, switch a move into the bank statement. She's just so technically gifted. Um, it, it, it was so impressive to watch and you miss those little nuances uh, when you're watching live and you go back and watch when you think damn, she is so, so good
3: You want to go? Clive, you want me to go?
4: No, one you go uh, I'm just sitting here thinking should, should I have changed my order <laughs> <laughs>
3: So um, I have the same one and two so I'll save my thoughts on that my three and four are different and I don't want I don't want to make this a trash Bailey show or trash Bailey thoughts. So I'm going to speak more on why I think Becky should have been three. You again, much like with, with Clive, when you start your reasoning for putting her last with, yes yeah, she was she was in the most important women's match ever, but yeah she probably had the biggest moment of the women, but. Yeah, she was probably the biggest star in wrestling of the four, but, like, I get all the rest of that stuff, but sometimes, like like you said last week, last week you said that even though all the other matches were better, you put that triple threat as your number one match of all of them because no matter what else comes after it or before it, it was the most important, so it had to be number one. That was all because of Becky, singularly because of Becky right because everybody thought it was going to be running Charlotte alone Becky came in and changed everything because she got so hot she became the biggest star in the company in the business so I feel like we punish her too much for the company's failure with her for so long and even, throughout, even though the company failed with her she still won multiple world championships she was still in major angles she still did big things she just wasn't put on the same level as the others because she didn't have a character yet um, so that's my only—that's my only qualm.
1: Okay, I mean, I—I I, I get what you're saying, and um, like I said, this was something that I really kind of like uh, debated against, and so I wanted to see if my own kind of like personal opinion rung true with with uh, how the matches are ranked. So yeah. what I, what I did was I went to. Uh, the old Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Uh, oh obviously, God! Obviously, uh, Shaggy Dave Meltzer is the Shaga. only person who you believe for for match rankings. So anyway, uh, I got the 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 number of matches that each of the four uh, have had where they've got three stars or above. So three stars is good. Five stars, obviously, excellent. Becky got had twenty one three star matches. Bailey had 28, Sasha had 33, and uh, Charlotte has had 38 uh, three-star plus matches. So that would say that that I, I, I'm right in 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 some of the positioning. Charlotte should have been at the top. But then I went further into it. I thought I need to get some clarification. So I went for matches that are four-star and above. So there's there's actually a tie for who's got the most four-star and above matches. Charlotte and Sasha have both got 14. Um, Bailey has got seven and Becky has got eight. So for me, that also helps tip Sasha over the top because, percentage wise, she's had more four star matches uh, than, than um, Charlotte Flair has in terms of percentage of matches. Uh, but it also does, it, it kind of rubber stamps the fact that, that Becky was
3: at the bottom of the list. So I'm I'm gonna use this kind of springboard into my list if you don't mind. I just wanna say and I'll expound upon it uh expound on it more in just a second. But the the I understand the basis of this entire business is in ring, is the wrestling aspect. It is professional wrestling. However, the biggest stars in wrestling history did not become the biggest stars because they wrestled great matches they became the biggest stars because they were the biggest most entertaining and most marketable stars the people that so I'll hold that thought number four is Bailey of course my reasoning for Bailey being number four is simply because of this the other three are the best at something Becky is the best talker Sasha is the best wrestler Charlotte is the best champion. Becky Bailey is like we said last week, she is a jack of all trades, a master of none. She is excellent at a bunch of things, but great at none. And I think that hurts her because you said it yourself. She was second lowest in great matches. She took the longest to find she she took the longest to kind of find her footing in the main roster. She's found it and she's killed it. Great. Right? Just you could say the same in the next before she found the hugger. I remember watching Davina Rose for about five months. Before she hit with with the huggler character, right? Um, she is the person who probably has the least moments you can remember off the top of your head. We both did all three was at the list. She was the hardest person to find great matches for. So like, there is a whole bunch of things that she I feel she's the least at. There's nothing against her. She may have the most pure relationship with her fans based on that character she ran. But she, I think, is significantly the lowest of the four. Now, the lowest of the four does not mean she's the worst of all the wrestlers. The lowest of the four horsewomen is still, like, the best in the company. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you why I put Becky three over Bailey. as I'm explaining this. I say she's the best talker, right? Of all four of them, only one person can talk you into a building. That's Becky. Only one of them can talk you into being interested in a match or a story or a promo or a moment none of the rest of them can do that so they all have their moments I'm not saying that they're terrible at that aspect of the game but they all have their moments but Becky in and out consistently breeds interest in anything she's doing she made a match with Nia she made a, 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 a throwaway match with Nia Jax mean something simply because of how she responded to getting punched in the face you know and that was one match. The the feud with Ronda Rousey, she took a, a one-off feud that was supposed to be at Survivor Series. Just a one-off match. She was the champ on one brand, Ronda champ on the other brand. And because she got so much heat, not bad, I'm just like just interest on that match that they pushed it to Mania. And they made it the main event because of off of the back of what Becky was doing. So that is the most valuable aspect of professional wrestling to me because it's cool that, yeah, me and you can grapple and I can hit flippy-doos and I can do 15,000 reversals. Who cares if nobody's in the arena to watch it? Nobody's watching at home. it has got to be a reason why I'm watching. Only one of the four makes you want to watch, wrestling-wise. Wrestling-wise. No, Without a doubt, Charlotte is number two based on the fact that she just has the greatest accolades. You cannot overcome that. 13 times a woman, a world champion and she's been wrestling for, like, what, seven years in her life? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous. Uh, also, the fact that you said it yourself, Max, the only one of the four who didn't want to wrestle and has taken it to it the easiest. It's like, it's like water to her. There really is a saying, there really is something to her saying that she's genetically superior. She clearly is. You know? She also, I think, she looks the best in terms of total package with the, the, the gear and the robes and the, the...
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
3: pran looks the best. She, she carries herself the best as a champion. That championship looks like it was built to be around her waist. You know what I mean? So uh, you add all of that together on top of the fact that she probably has the best accomplishments, not only from a championship per- perspective, but... Biggest matches, most important matches, most main event matches, most this, most that. Sasha's number one for all the reasons you guys said. Yes, she is. She's the biggest. She's the best wrestler. She's the most selfless. She's the one that's done the most for everybody else and for the business as a whole. She also may be the biggest mainstream star. I'm glad you pointed that out because there's a difference between biggest mainstream star and biggest wrestling star. Roman was the biggest wrestling star for a long time, but wasn't mainstream. Right, so they're different. Um, you know, uh also add to the fact that with of her mainstream popularity, her cousin snoop um, but she's the one that blends the greatest grouping of all of the attributes if to not to plug my the total package, but if you were to do this with that and run all those lists of things that it takes to be a great professional wrestler she got the highest score to me in fact in the total package she was number four overall right none of the other, none of the other women even made the top ten of, of WWE uh, in total so yeah I, I just think by and large she is the she is the at, at average the best at all of the things and she is clearly the best wrestler to me. I don't think it's a question. So, I
4: Lots
1: think to digest there, club. Sorry, there's a lot for you to digest there.
4: I, I think with the three not named Becky, there could be that there's much of a muchness there, and we could deliberate it all night. But I was thinking quite a lot after you finished talking about Becky that. For me, her her flash in the pan was four or five months, give or take. I don't think her title reign, the big long one, was that memorable. Um, I think after that it was just, yeah, there's Becky, there's uh, having mixed tag matches with Seth Rollins, and there wasn't much really to sink your teeth into. I think that's the same with Charlotte. It's hard for Charlotte to have a long title reign, memorable, be memorable, because she's just had so many, she's she's always losing it, so it's hard to get that title reign juice involved there Sasha Banks is another one who, she's held it for a long time recently but I don't think there was much in the way of, again a story to sink your teeth into, but I think maybe at the back of my head there was another category where it was a memorable title reigns and what Bailey did with Sasha the, when they were tag champs, fighting away against all the other women tag teams as well, and the how that relationship dissolved. That will stay with me for a long time. Their story and Bailey was it? Yes, Sasha was involved in that, but Bailey was the one in charge of it all. So maybe at the background that was what was playing for me. But I think before I, I will uh, I'll finish very quickly. Post. WrestleMania 35 Becky did nothing of nothing of note for me
3: I, I don't want you to finish I just want to ask one question to that point because you make good points but I just want to kind of see where your head is on that do you think that that Bailey st- and there's no question that story with her and Becky is one of the best you'll see but do you think it's given more credence because it happened at a time where there was nothing else happening we were in the midst of a pandemic did you do? Because I feel like that helped it drastically.
4: I think that the pandemic's been a blessing for quite a few things in WWE. I think the initial menace that the Tribal Chief gave us in his match with or so, like you, both that, of them, both first matches, you could not. That would not have worked in a, a full crowd. The quiet dialogue, Roman just whispering in Jay's ear, that would not have worked in a live crowd. Um, so I think a lot of things. Have worked better because it was in front in a stage set arena type thing. Uh, so I will admittedly say it probably worked a lot better because they were behind closed doors.
3: And I remember Becky never got that opportunity. No. So her last match was resume at 36.
1: Yeah, I mean, if, if we revisited this in, in a year's time and Becky's come back and she's, uh, she's gone on a mad tear and, and won titles, it's very likely that, that we may be totally revising our, our list. But for me, it's, it's just a case of longevity as the biggest star. And yes, she, I, I I totally get your point. She was the biggest star, not only in 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 four but the biggest star in the company. She was the face of the brand, first woman to be on on uh, the cover of the of the WrestleMania, uh, the WWE video games, phenomenal. Yeah. But it's just in a, such a, a macrocosm of time where Charlotte, Sasha, and Bailey have been doing this for. Five years longer than than the Becky has at the top, uh, and that's kind of what what swung it for me uh, in in terms of putting Becky at the bottom.
3: Do you think Bailey has? And this is legitimate. Do you think at any point in her life, before the pandemic, in any point in her WWE career, forget NXT, in her WWE career, at any point before this pandemic run, was she ever the top star in the women's division as a champion? But the top, you can definitively say, yeah, she's the top woman. Can you say that?
1: I mean, probably
3: not. But so then, what, old, so what's the difference? Why, why are you giving credence to her for being really good, but you're not giving credence to somebody for being great? Because it takes greatness to be the number one star in the company.
1: But but you're just then you're just uh, saying that we can only use her main roster, and I'm saying. I'm looking at it from a, a a full career in under the the WWE umbrella, and for me, Becky's NXT run totally negates the the very short period that she's had on main roster as as the big star. Bailey was uh, Bailey had like a, a a whole character arc. On NXT, which then came onto main roster, and she almost had to restart that character up, and she's been able to take that and and turn it even more to to the fact where she's arguably one of the the best at being a, a cocky snide heel. We haven't Please seen that, that from Becca. When they tried to turn Becca heel, the fans absolutely shit on him.
3: That's so... like to me. That's like saying that. Oh well, Drew McIntyre. Has a better overall career. And it's, this is a terrible. Uh, Maybe a bad analogy, but my, you, I think you get the point. He has a uh, a better overall career than a guy like Sami Zayn. But you know, if you take away Sami Zayn's NXT, like you can, it, it, we're not we're not comparing apples to oranges because everybody isn't in, undevelop- in developmental for the same amount of time. You know, Kevin Owens wrestled two matches in and and um three matches in NXT. And he was on the main roster, you know, but then you got people who's been down there for five years, you know? So like, I get it. I'm not saying her, I'm not saying it shouldn't count. I'm saying where it, what should count the most is what matters the most. And that's the main roster, in my opinion. And I'm not saying you I'm right. You're wrong. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying the only time we can compare apples to apples is when they are all on the same and all in the same manner. Oh, I didn't expect this to get this heated.
1: I mean, I, I mean I'm I'm certainly not heated. I I totally uh, understand. No, no, you're, you're
3: mad, sir. Be mad at me.
1: I I could never be mad at you. Oh, I love you too. Uh, but yeah, I I understand, and it, and and it, it kind of goes to the subject, uh, subjectivity of, of wrestling. We. All see different things. We all kind of uh, judge on different merits, and and yours, whilst being valid to you, don't matter as much in in how I've uh, perceived the, sure. the the four horse Um So you're wrong. I mean, Bailey <laughs> is clearly above Becky Lynch. Uh, okay, but, so Clive, but, but live this, in your
3: wrongness. That's all do I'm this saying. for me, Clive. Let's do this, Clive. <laughs> do, if you don't mind, put a poll out.
4: What is the poll? Put the poll out.
3: Put the poll out. That uh, who do you think has a, you? You can you, you guys can word it how you want, but who do you think has had the better career? Who do you think has been the bigger star? Who do you who would you rank over the other in terms of importance? Just between Bailey and Becky. See what the fans think.
4: Just between Bailey and Becky. Okay, right. I'll do that right now. Then, uh, and this will be as a sort of added an added bit of content thing. Right. Okay.
1: I'll I'll use all five of my accounts to, <laughs> to, to, to vote for Bailey
3: <laughs> burner account number one burner account number two. <laughs> hey, I do have I do have access to some pretty heavy accounts myself, sir. So I'm just saying.
1: I mean, it would be interesting to see. I mean, I, I would I would foresee that there are more Bailey, uh, Becky stands than there are Bailey stands. Um. No, I'm not saying that that's going to swear the vote at all. Sure, uh, sure, sure. But uh, I, of all the four horsewomen, I think Bailey has the least aggressive stan group.
3: They're all that's huggies. facts. That's facts. Bailey does. Becky does have the the the, the, the more stan ish groups, but the recency biased. Mm-hmm. The recency, recency biased thing will help Bailey because she's on her TV's every week. You guys have bloviated so much about how you remember fondly that most ever so recent title reign. Becky hasn't wrestled in two years. So I'm curious to see will the the level and the, the kind of the legacy of her work will it still hold up compared to this, which is why it's a very interesting conversation for a poll. Yeah.
1: And and essentially though, you you, you touched on on the the best way to explain this anyway. Being the bottom of this four is by no way a slight to any of them. Nope. Because that's like saying you are the, the, the bottom of the very best. I mean, well, you're, you're well, still part the... of the 0.1% of best women's wrestlers ever to, to be in the ring.
3: You're the My Rushmore guy. The fourth person of My Rushmore, he's on My Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So like, you're better than everybody else.
4: So I'm just saying here, vote with your head, but whatever criteria you see fit, Who is better? intro Bailey. Okay.
3: Tell the, if you don't mind. Tell the results on the next episode. I will do. Uh, yeah, I'll we'll go... see what. It, um, how long are you going How long are you gonna give the poll? Three days, a week, one day. What you gonna do?
4: Uh, I'll go for a week and then just give it next week. Okay. The the um, I will do another kind of poll or get some fan into inter- listener interaction. Uh, for the tweet that goes out for this episode, just seeing what people's order is as well, just to get some people chatting. But I'll add that I'll do this just now because it's brought up quite an interesting point that didn't know it would go down this road. Uh, maybe heated is a correct word because Scotland's having its yearly heatwave and its torture.
3: <laughs> so hold on, hold on. For for us Yanks listening to this, their heatwave right now it's seventy two degrees. That's a heat wave to them.
4: Yeah, Celsius. That's what it feels like.
3: 72 degrees. My goodness.
4: My my chair is sweating. And if anyone has listened to my five nerd go appearances, that does not bode well for our future relations. Y'all remind me.
3: Yeah, remind me of Phoenix. Shout out to the shout out to the I Shout head, Joe Greg, Demarco, because in Phoenix they don't have heaters because it's always hot. So I'm imagining y'all don't have air conditioning because it's always cool.
1: Yeah, we would use it maybe four days out of a year. Yeah. So it would be absolutely pointless. Um, I think the issue that I I mean I go to Turkey. And it's regularly fifty degrees Celsius there, and it, mm-hmm. I love that heat absolutely love it. I think the issue with UK heat is the humidity yeah you're literally just sweating all day because it, the air is it's thick and it's sticky um so I dare say uh, where you are it's it's dry heat, so it's it's probably
3: more burial. for me mm-hmm. Oh God, no! We we're the most we're one of the most humid areas in this, in the in the country. Oh really? Well, I would yeah. Hate that. I would absolutely hate it. Yeah. I, oh, I trust me, I do too. But seventy two is like, a, it's like a breath of fresh air. Seventy two is like going out. Go, it's a warm summer's summer's breeze where you can go outside with some beautiful shorts and a tank top and enjoy life. Like you know what I'm saying? So. 72 degrees is what I wish my life was 72 degrees every day.
1: Well, I prefer I prefer the temperature when you have to wear a jacket to go outside.
3: Yes. But, but let, Rick, let Rick tell it, he's not wearing a jacket unless it's two degrees Celsius.
4: That's just because he just wants his nipples to stand out proud.
3: Right? <laughs> oh, man. The Ricky and Clive brothers show.
4: Well, Rance, if you ever do make it across to the UK, you better bring a fucking jumper or ten. (laughs) Oh, trust me, I know.
1: Can you imagine him rocking up with just shorts and T-shirts and just uh, sat there just shivering in cold? (laughs) (laughs) That
3: that has happened to me once. I visited Seattle. I have family and friends in Seattle. And when I left, when I flew from Houston, I had on a T-shirt and shorts. I got off the plane and it's like fifty degrees and I'm freezing and everybody's outside. Like I I get my jacket out of my bag. Everybody's outside in the terminal. They're wearing shorts and T shirts and I'm Like you are crazy. It's fifty degrees.
4: You'll be like that guy in the the Scrooged film. The guy that's underneath the drain that's all frozen up.
3: Yeah, it's exactly. going to be miserable. By the way, this trip to the UK is hopefully happening sooner rather than later, so uh, I don't want to put y'all's government cities out there, but just just know your boy might be swinging through.
4: Look oh, forward to it. Uh, well, save a prayer for me, Max, because in-laws live in Essex and all going well. Laws-wise, we're hoping to go down to Essex for a week in July, and Essex, I struggle 500 miles north Essex is brutal
1: um, and I've, uh, I've been invited to another podcaster's wedding a certain Matt Willis, he's getting married I think he said next year
3: Congratulations. Um,
1: and he lives in Clacton which is listed right on the south coast um, so we'll be taking a trip down there uh, I hate the south with a, with a passion yeah. and now we've got electric car so we have to stop somewhere to charge up the car and we have to like, be around southern people for, for longer than I, I want to so that's going to be fun
4: so Two two things uh, my in-laws live in the town next to Clacton Oh right, cool uh, Rock
1: about the wedding, I'll invite you That uh, right, we've got some, some more
4: <laughs> guests coming And uh, the second thing is I've done the Essex trip a few times now, so maybe we could get Badlands up and running again and do a Mount Rushmore of service stations on the way down. And oh uh,
1: that would bring Tolly back from yep. from the grave.
4: I, I don't know if you've been to Peterborough before, their service station. They've got the Chinese Buffet right at the front door. <laughs> right. What were we talking about? Fantastic wrestlers, yes. Right, I've put that I've put that poll out there. Gentlemen, it's one of those topics that could be discussed for hours and probably years down the line. And maybe it could be something we do years down the line again to see just where we stand, where the women stand, eh, if they're still with us. I mean, wrestling, not life wise. <laughs> but <laughs> how about <clears throat> instead of testing your hearts and your opinions, what about a test your knowledge on the, the four horsemen with a wee four horsemen related quiz? Okay.
1: Yeah, yay, I'm going to get whooped.
4: So, uh, Ricky's given us a couple. So the last questions were three points, not as wild as some of the usual ones.
3: Of, of course. And let me guess, it's about their time in New Japan.
4: <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so, technically, there are 14 questions, but 16 points up for grabs. Number one. Uh Max Hold on, hold on. You gotta
3: yeah, you gotta ask us what our buzzers are. Right.
4: Max, what's your buzzer?
1: Um I will go with Ding dong hello.
4: Oh yes. Rance.
3: I spit it in the face of people who want to be too. <laughs> oh,
4: no. oh wow. Wow. If only you had an apple to Red. spit at your screen right there. Love it. Love it. Number one. Who has the highest rating on cagematch.net? Oof. So the. Oh, uh, uh, Max.
1: Charlotte Flair.
4: Incorrect. Oh, well, I wonder who it could be. I spit in
3: the face of people who want to be cool. Rance. To go with Sasha Sasha, Sasha J Banks,
4: correct with an overall rating of 8.91 according to that's them.
3: crazy because that's out of 10,
4: y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, who has the lowest? This is number two.
3: I spit in the face, people want to be cool,
4: nice It's Beggy Lynch.
3: No. (laughs) Oh, interesting. Interesting, Max. Hello.
1: It's going to be Bailey
3: then. It is. Hmm.
4: No, no, no. Sorry, it's not. Sorry.
1: Oh. So is it Charlotte's Flair? It's got the worst. Yep. That's mental. That that has got to be, like, hating the character rather than the actual wrestler. Uh
4: Let me just double check. I wonder if I copied this over properly. I want to just double-check. She got the lowest with
3: 7.82. Wow, that's not low, but that's not low. 7.82? Right. No, but it's still the lowest of of the four.
4: Yep. Bailey had 8.2, and Becky had 8.53.
1: So Sasha is the head and shoulders above everyone.
4: Mm-hmm. As she should be. So it's still one point to rance. Number three. Now this kind of ties in with the criteria that some of us may have thought about. Who has the highest win percentage according to Profite D B?
1: Okay. Ding dong hello. That's got to be
3: Charlotte Flair. What
4: I'm, incorrect. I
3: got you. Um uh what's my the um but it's been a people won't be cool. Right. Sorry, I'm not you. I, this Ricky cosplay isn't working. <laughs> All we took two episodes to realise. Right. Here's one for you.
4: Bailey. Incorrect. No, sorry. Oh. I'll start that again. <laughs> Bailey, correct. Yes. 72 points. Bailey,
3: Loki never loses.
4: Mm-hmm. I made sure that I took out any independents, so it's just NXT and WWE. So it is barely with seventy-two point zero four percent. Highest I win mean
1: rate. that that flies in the in the face of people thinking that Sasha is the 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 kind of I mean I'm, that Charlotte is is the god of the the women's division because she just never seems to
3: lose at all. Well, much like her dad says, or they've said about her dad. Yeah, she he won sixteen. She's won thirteen, but she had to lose thirteen too. So,
1: but then there was that whole period where she won like was it like fourteen pay per views uh, in a row? But then I suppose you're losing on Raw and SmackDown. Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah. Number four, uh, who has the lowest percent win according to Pro DB? Honestly, this is the most low-effort quiz I've ever done. I do apologise. So, uh,
1: ding-dong-hello. I'll go with Sasha.
4: Correct. 53.33%.
1: She's the gift that keeps on giving.
4: <laughs> uh, Becky at 5448
1: and Charlotte at
4: 5576 and Wow, 50-50 booking all the way across. Yeah, but Jesus. Barely, barely 72%. Wow. Uh, That's so a huge gap. It's a massive gap. Number two, uh two points to Rance's uh two points for Rance, one point for Max. Number five. Who has the most Twitter followers out of the four Horsewomen? If uh um, uh Carly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't think.
1: Yeah.
3: The collie coming. It's Becky Lynch. Uh,
4: that's incorrect. And that was some really impressive uh, mumble rap there. <laughs> so hey, I'll I'm
1: go, from the home of it. i go ding-dong-hello. It's got to be Sasha. It's got to be Sasha.
4: At 2.1 million followers, it's Sasha.
3: How many does Becky have? Or are you about to ask who has the least? I'll,
4: I'll tell you after. Okay. <laughs> Number six. Yeah, the answer to this question... <laughs> Number six, who has the lowest? Ask, <laughs> yeah, beard in the
3: face. People want to be cool. What's your answer? Karen.
4: Karen. Hold, hold on a wee minute till I just confirm. Just in case things have changed, you know. There seems to be some issues with my Google Doc. I don't want to... Google with that.
3: It. get it right.
4: Uh, correct it was Karen with 1.5 million I,
1: I, to be fair I would have said
4: Bailey as well uh, Charlotte and Becky both have 1.9 and Mercedes Vernado has 2.1 1.
3: 1.9 ok so that Costa Rees really said are above ok
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry the, these highest lowest are nearly finished ok <laughs> Right, so it's... when you
1: get to question 14 they're finished
3: right we just got 20 more
4: <laughs> 2 points to Max. 3 to Rance, yes
3: yeah
4: number 7 who has the first birthday in the calendar year
3: oh if I'm not mistaken I spend the first people who want to be cool If I'm, not mis- if I'm not mistaken, Becky's birthday is the earliest
4: Incorrect
1: okay. um, uh, Ding dong, hello I'm going to go with Sasha
4: Correct By four days ahead of Becky maybe, Wow uh, Sasha's
3: 26th I, I remember Becky because Instagram and her and Seth So that's why I knew it was early But I, did, I didn't know Sasha was earlier
1: I just totally guessed <laughs> I had no context yeah. whatsoever
4: well <laughs> done uh, number eight who has the last birthday in the year
3: oh spin the wow. face spin the face people want to be cool nice. that's a lot of words Ricky change your, change your buzzer good god Charlotte she's in December I believe
1: no okay then ding dong hello if there's only four days between uh, Sasha Becky, it's got to be Bailey
4: it is, uh, according to Wikipedia, Charlotte I just want to double check you know, just in case Charlotte is April yeah, I'm way off 5th of April and Bailey is June
1: so nearly Bailey's birthday then happy birthday Bailey
4: for when it comes, happy uh, birthday! Yep, the most sincere happy birthday from me since I gave you number one spot, my love. <laughs> yep, June the 15th, right? So, all those highest and lowest questions are out now. So, uh, it's four each now. Is that right? Number nine, who has the most reigns as a raw women's champion?
1: Ding dong, hello, Sasha with
4: five, I think. (laughs) Is that it? Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number ten. Who has the shortest reign as Raw Women's Champion?
3: As Raw Women's Champion, spit in the Uh, face. People want to be cool. It's got to be Charlotte. No, it's Sasha. It's Sasha.
4: I know that Banks is going to go down the old I've been robbed book, but yes, it was Sasha. Uh, One day. So it's. Still... I mean,
3: to
1: be fair, he did correct himself Very before bad. you gave an answer, but. Was that when I barely cashed in the, the money in the bank?
3: No. That's Charlotte, Sasha won it on a pay per view, and Charlotte won it back the next night. Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
4: Five each? Or four each? One or two?
1: I'm surprised I'm still even in this. I am normally like getting absolutely demolished
3: because none of these are skill; they're all luck questions because we don't know <laughs> these things. <laughs>
4: well, uh, Ricky has finally come in with some decent questions, so here's the first one from Ricky. He's got four here in uh, the Tokyo Dome in 2014. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, Okada, Okada, <laughs> number 11. Charlotte made her NXT in-ring debut against which horsewoman?
3: Spit in the face People will to be cool Rance It was against Bailey.
4: Correct 5-4 four. Or 4-3 four, I can't remember But you're one ahead
1: I think it's 6-5 six, 6-5 five.
4: Six, five. In the triple threat match At SummerSlam 2018 Charlotte pinned who? Carmella or Becky?
3: Spit in the face People want to be cool Rance In
4: Carmella Incorrect Oh well there you go, you got a point.
1: <laughs> she pinned back at me.
4: Six each. This is a it's gonna be a award yeah, nerve racket.
1: Oof.
4: Number thirteen. What was unique about Sasha's raw debut?
3: Spit in the face of people who wanna be cool. Runs. Is this her Raw question? Is this her first match or her debut on Raw in general? Debut. This that's when um Stephanie reinvented wrestling and brought all three of them that one,
4: to yeah. make the teams. That was that's not the answer. No, no, sorry, that's the night in question, but that's not the answer.
3: That was that was the only thing interesting. Oh. Be, her being put with Tamina and Naomi is that what you're talking about?
4: I the the solo pod guy is not here to answer.
3: Oh, okay. Well, I've confused Go ahead, Max. Have a wee guess yeah, I and then I'll give you a
4: clue.
1: The only thing I can remember is they the, the split into like the teams. The team, was it Team Bella? And then was it Team Bad?
3: Team Bad and the submission sorority, which was changed because that's the porn site to Team PCB.
4: <laughs> right, I'll give you a clue. It's not to do with the teams, it's not to do with Stephanie, it's to do with the status at that time. Oh, she was a champ. She was still the Roger, she was still the one in his chip. I suppose yeah, yeah. Uh, is that the answer? It is You accept okay. that without the buzzer, mags?
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean I wouldn't have
4: got it, so. right, so I believe it's eight seven. Fuck's sake. Right, so this one's for three points. Mm. Name the three now Ricky thinks it's only been three, right? Name the th- <laughs> I know. <laughs> Name the three women who have beaten all four horsewomen.
3: It is just, is, it just, is it really is
4: it really just three or is it more? It could be more, but I've only got three names here. Okay,
3: so I I will spend the face of people who want to be cool. I can I can for sure tell you two. Okay. Oscar and Carmella are two. Am I wrong? Hold on a minute. Carmela has for sure beat Becky. Carmela has for sure beat Charlotte. Carmela has for sure beat Sasha, and she—I believe she has beat Bailey.
4: I'll need to have a track with this person.
3: Okay, well then, but Asuka's one for sure. Correct.
4: Yes. Uh huh.
3: Okay. All right. I'm just trying to make sure. Okay, so Asuka's one for sure, um, and we're talking on the main roster, right? Main roster. I believe. Okay. I'm gonna try I'm phoning going,
4: him. I'm just go ahead, I'm sorry. I'm phoning him now to see if he can answer for himself.
3: for the record my other two answers my other two, if it's not Carmella, would be Alexa and Naya. I think that makes sense.
4: This chap's not answering. <laughs> Okay, right I'm going to have to accept them Because I I know that about Who was it you said? Asuka, Naya
3: And Alexa
4: Alexa, Alexa's beaten everybody about five times Has Alexa beaten Charlotte? I think so I feel pressurised here because this, this may result in the winner of the quiz being yourself, Rance. And I know that Max has been at the butt of many a dodgy quiz outcome over his time on podcasting.
1: I mean, it's no more because I, I can't sit here and not look it up. Um, so... wrap. <laughs> <coughs> right.
4: Has Alexa
1: Bliss, one of them's Paige, that's correct. And then it's gonna be,
3: I would have never thought of her because she's retired, so that's great. That's great, that's great. Big,
4: so I'm gonna give you a point for that one, Max. <laughs> so yes. even though you're looking it up,
1: um, Billy, so, so basically, this is a sports key. There's list it's three people who've beaten the force woman and three who've never beaten him. So Billy Kay has lost every single time she's faced the horsewoman. Uh, Asker has beaten all four, so that was that was uh, one for for rare. Peyton Royce has never beat a horsewoman. Why did they put them on separate pages? Build them on one page. Wow. Hoof. Hoof. I would not have picked this answer. Jesus. who oh.
4: Emma. Yep, that's what another one on his list. He must be non-sports. Uh, <laughs> uh,
3: Alexa did. Blessed bliss did beat Charlie when she cashed in her money in the bank.
1: And then Liv Morgan has lost to them all as well.
3: But yeah, Emma. Oh, Neil Dashwood. Jesus. Hey, Emma was hot. Emma was hot at one point.
4: Didn't Alexa to so, cash in and Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax match? She came in and started swinging the suitcase.
3: No, she didn't. She didn't cash in. I'm sorry. It said she beat her. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm reading. I've read that wrong. Not only did she beat Flair when she won the Money in the Bank briefcase, but she also beat her in a triple threat, number one contenders match on SmackDown.
4: Okay. Well, a bit of a controversial ending to the quiz, but I think we'll go for Rance, because you were just ahead before that last question, which has caused uproar and upheaval once again. I need to stop having you guys on for quizzes, because it's just going to end in tears one of these days.
1: Um to be fair i'm happy to be within one point of, of his score because normally he just absolutely decimates me so that to me is a
3: victory okay and for the record i i i, I was my three were right it's just rick didn't have my three on there mm-hmm.
4: Well, get Ricky to answer well, technically
3: three. my four cuz carmelos on the it, it seems like he's pulled <laughs> my four. he's
1: pulled that he's pulled that quiz from that sports keto website because it uh-huh. doesn't actually say the only three, it just says three people who have done it.
4: Emma's a shocker.
3: Mm-hmm. Emma's not a shocker when you think of the time in NXT because Emma was there before all of them.
4: Yep. She was beating, ben, uh, beating Bailey regularly. I remember that much. Yep.
1: Mm. How... So, you're saying that Alexa Bliss has beat Charlotte Flair? So, I've won Cage match now. And I've gone for uh, Alexa Bliss uh, versus Charlotte Flair. Um,
3: it wasn't a singles match. It wasn't a singles match. It was a triple threat.
1: Okay. Uh, and the only singles match that they've got listed is. She
3: won, uh, Charlotte won. It was at, a, it was at Survivor Series. Yeah. 2017, yeah. Yeah. So, are we counting only one on ones or are we counting in general? I'm not going to count like a fluke, like a ladder, like a Money in the Bank match or, or a Rumble, but Alexa beat her in a triple threat sanctioned match.
1: Yeah, in in a match where there's one winner in a, pro- yeah. in a proper wrestling match. Yeah, I'm um, I'm happy to to concede the victory. Um, a lot of my points were you worked out the 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 answer <laughs> by eliminating
3: all the other options, so it's only I, fair. <laughs> I just want to know when am I going to come on this show? And have a quiz that's not ending in controversial fashion.
4: The only way we can do that is if Ricky doesn't give us any questions. <laughs> Let's be honest.
3: Oh, uh, the the next quiz I am in, Ricky's gonna have a question that's worth ten points,
1: and you're gonna be behind by now.
3: Uh
4: huh. It'll be like ten points, and it's name my sisters in alphabetical <laughs> order.
3: <laughs> I can save the quiz
4: <laughs> right gentlemen that'll do it for tonight thank you for coming on really good conversation and I think hopefully we'll get that carried on as we go on on Twitter and elsewhere Rans do you want to give us your, your deets
3: yes um, besides the new handle at, at Rans and Clive um, you can find me on my burner account uh, it's Ray Cash. That's R-E-Y as in Mysterio, C-A-S-H as in dollars, and uh, yeah, just you know, follow the family at Chessshot Media.
4: Max.
1: Okay, so you can find me on Twitter at Podfather Mags, where I'm inserting myself into multiple people's uh, personal issues and beefs. <laughs> um, other than that, you can hear my voice uh, all over the the interwebs. Uh, with shows on Vision News Global Media, on Shooting the Sports year, and uh, alongside Mr. Rand's here at Chai Media.
4: And I am Clive, one half of the Rick and Clive Wrestling Show, part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network, where you can find other shows such as One Nation Radio, Keeping It Strong Style, Grown Men Watch This Shit, Great Match Generator, Grave Consequences, All Things Elite, and Get in the Ring. Ah. Uh, 8-Bit Suplex Wrestling Podcast I'm always forgetting that and that's really bad of me so I'm going to do a plug like an actual advert for them one day (laughs) (laughs) Uh, on the show notes link you'll see that we've got links to the t-shirts at prowrestlingtees.net as well as for how you can donate to the show head over to the podcast app of your choice and give us a a review, nice wee 5 star number there, help us climb up the charts on socialsuplex.com itself you can get podcasts and you can get columns you can get them sent directly to your email inbox by pressing the subscribe button we're at the Wrestling Squared Circle Facebook group and we're at Ricky and Clive on Twitter and you can also catch me at my Burner account at Outsiders Edge C-S No, no, not not even CS. I am a. So
3: you got know the original order, bro. That's
4: you. <laughs>
3: I've been trying to get that from you since 2010. All right. Well, then, okay. So since you're, since that's the case, apparently you're a big Hulk Hogan man.
4: Oh, I, I take it all back. That wasn't me at all. <laughs> since he's not here to defend himself, that is Ricky's burner account. Makes sense. See. <laughs> Oh, he's phoning. He's phoning just before we... Oh, he's just hung up. Fuck him. Right. <laughs> right. Thank you for joining me tonight, gentlemen. Uh, and thank you for listening. I'll speak to you all next week.
3: Thank you for listening to the Ricky
1: and
4: Clive Wrestling Podcast. We'll see you next time.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently.